0: Hello, this is Courtney Given with Mindset for Medical Moms, Episode 6, How to Handle Other People's Opinions. Welcome to Mindset for Medical Moms. I'm your host, Courtney Given, fellow medical mom and life coach. I'm here to help you handle everything from doctor's appointments to surgery so you can feel confidence and peace as you navigate the ups and downs of medical motherhood. This podcast will share strategies and real life tools to strengthen your mindset and increase your emotional resilience. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, incredible medical moms. I hope all of you are having such a good January. I love January, it's my birthday month, so I use the whole month. To do lots of fun things. And having a a birthday at the end of the month is really convenient for that. I also just love the first month of the year. I feel like it's so encouraging. There is so much like just overall boost in mood and spirit. And it's just nice to have a fresh start. I am currently in my husband's closet. As you guys know, this is where I record these podcast episodes. And tonight I am actually recording in the pitch black dark, besides my laptop in front of me, because there is a power outage right now. So our house is a little spooky, but the show must go on. So here I am with this episode, how to handle other people's opinions. How do you handle other people's opinions, especially ones we don't like? (laughs) This episode is intended to help you navigate relationships with those in your life and how to handle those challenging opinions, because everybody has one, right? Especially for medical moms, a lot of time we get criticism or other people's opinions about the decisions we make with our kiddos, what boundaries we set that other people may or may not agree with. I almost titled this podcast episode, How to Not Care About What Other People Think, But ultimately, not caring about what other people think is not the goal, in my opinion. Because really, you are truly wired biologically to care about what other people think. We are designed to want to belong. And nowadays, that desire is magnified over a 100 times because of how connected we are around the world through social media, the internet, the news... TikTok, Twitter, TV, movies, all of it, right? There's so much more connection than we've had ever before, especially when we were cave people. The only people we needed to belong with was our small tribe of people. The only people we needed to have acceptance by is our initial family. But now we want to be liked and accepted by everybody because one it feels good but also we align followers with acceptance with likability, and that is not true but in our society it can be seen as a sign that the more connections we have the more liked we are so not caring about anyone else's opinions is not the goal I want to suggest that we look at it a little differently. What if instead we consider the source, who it is, what they say, and we consider our own opinion in the process, and from there we can make a very intentional choice about how we handle another person's opinion. And this really simplifies a lot of the drama that comes along with people's opinions. And too often, we use this line like, well, I don't want to care about other people's opinions, or, well, I don't really care what they think anyway. And that's not really true. Right? So often, we actually really do care about what other people think. And we try to kind of force ourselves to not care. But even then, sometimes we want to care about what other people think. For example. A random troll on the internet that says something to me is going to hold a lot less weight than if my husband says something to me. Because I want to care about my husband's opinion, right? I don't want to care about the troll's opinion. Maybe it still impacts me, but ultimately I don't want to care about them, at least what they're saying to me. I want to consider my husband's perspective, even if I end up disagreeing with him because he's important to me and I want to consider his perspective. I always want to consider his opinion. And even if I ultimately disagree, it's still important to me to consider his perspective. And there will be people in your life who you want to consider. There are people in your life who you want to be able to know how to handle their opinions when you don't agree with them, but that are still important to you, that you still want a healthy, drama-free relationship. And so how do we do this? How do we still pursue the things we want to do? How do we get the things we want to get done? How do we be ourselves authentically and handle other people's opinions? Well, I'm going to share a few tools to guide you through this process so that you can make intentional choices. And this is about bringing awareness to our feelings and our thoughts our mindset, which is the combination of how we're feeling and what we're thinking. And I will do this through a series of perspectives, a small shift in your perspective, a question to answer will help you gain awareness so you are not resentful and that you don't feel like you have to blame yourself or feel shame. Okay, so the first thing I want you to consider when you are in Maybe a conflict or an argument or a disagreement with someone. Who is responsible for what? Okay, what I mean by that is you are responsible for managing your feelings and your behavior. The other person is responsible for managing their feelings and their behavior. One of the most common scenarios I see in my clients is. When this happens with family members. And this is very common. Right? A family member sees something that we post on Facebook and is offended by it and messages us and says, hey, your post is offensive. And then we're offended by their offense. And we blame them for how we feel. And they blame us for how they feel. And no one really gets... No one really gets where they want to go. Because... Both of them, both people in this party are blaming each other and they both want the other person to change, right? They both want them to admit they're wrong. They both want the support, et cetera, et cetera. And so this first tool is to remember what you are responsible for. You are not responsible for their feelings. And I'm going to expand on that as I go through because sometimes people mistake when I say that as you can just say and do whatever you want that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that you are responsible for your behavior and managing your feelings. They are not responsible for managing your feelings. You are responsible for managing them. And likewise, you are not responsible for how they are feeling. So taking back responsibility for how you feel is step one releasing responsibility for how they feel is part of that step one. And this helps you understand what you are responsible for and what you are not. So remember, their problems with you are theirs. That is not a burden for you to carry. Okay. And this is why I say this. This is the second tool. Ask yourself in these scenarios, are you living Within your values? Are you staying aligned with your integrity? If you feel your choices are aligned with your values and you are making choices rooted in your integrity, it's okay for your choices to offend people. I don't mean that in a way that you can justify poor behavior with, because you know deep down your highest self is going to tell you what poor behavior is and what it is not. I don't mean that you can go in and scream at people you don't like and shout profanities at them, right? You know that's not who you want to be. You can justify poor behavior you would like, but I'm saying that when you really get honest with yourself and figure out what you value, what you, how you want to show up, and what you want to do with your life, you will always have people who disagree with that. You will have aunts and uncles and family members who you love dearly, also who will comment and message you and tell you that your Black Lives Matter post is offensive, right? And then you get to say, hey, I'm not responsible for their feelings. I am responsible for living out my own values and staying aligned with my integrity. And promoting racial equality is part of my value system, right? So it's okay, that your value system and what you're standing up for is maybe a little offensive to them. And another controversial thing that mothers encounter all the time is parenting, right? Parenting is seriously the most controversial subject on the planet, I feel like. I had no clue how controversial parenting was until I was a mom and started posting about my opinions. And all of a sudden, I had so many people saying, that they disagreed with me. And it doesn't matter what you choose, right? It doesn't matter what path you go down, you're going to offend somebody. And that's okay because everyone has a different opinion. And when it's someone in your circle of influence, in your connection, in your family, that can make it sometimes a little harder. But it goes back to being aligned with your values and making sure you're not taking responsibility for their emotions, So when your mother-in-law disagrees with how much TV time your children have, if you feel good about it and you reflect on the matter, then that's really all that matters. Your opinion and authority over your children trumps your mother-in-laws. And I know that sounds obvious, but at the same time, it doesn't mean you don't consider her opinion, right? The point is not to think of yourself higher than everybody and to think that you know everything. That's never what I'm saying. Which leads me to tool number three, drop defensiveness. Construction, constructive, not construction. (laughs) Constructive conversations rarely happen when you are defensive. Because if we're defensive, we think there's something to defend. We think that we have to prove that we are right and prove that we are doing things correctly. But really, when we're defensive, we are defending our pain. When we are hurt about something that someone says, generally, part of us thinks they are right. A small part of us agrees with what they are saying. I ask my my clients this question especially when these family dynamics come up in coaching sessions. I ask them, what part of you thinks they are right if they've said this about you? And it's very surprising because it's a different way to look at it. But usually they'll say, yeah, a little part of me thinks that they are saying what they're saying is true, that my kids are watching too much TV. And then I follow this up. I've said it previous, in previous episodes. I ask them, What are you making that mean about you? Okay, so you let your your kids watch, quote unquote, too much TV, which by the way, is very subjective. (laughs) But what are you making it mean about you as a mother or as a parent? Are you making it mean that you're not a good mother, that you're not paying attention to your kids, that you're neglecting them? Maybe you make it mean that you're using the TV as a babysitter. And what does that even mean? Are those things negative? right we take these layers of meaning and then we make them personal we make these things very personal to us we always make it about us and of course you're going to def- feel super defensive then because you're not just defending your choice to let your wa- your kids watch tv you're defending your value as a mother you're defending your worthiness as a human and we know if you've listened to my podcast previously There is nothing to defend because your worth as a human and as a mother is set in stone. Even if your mother-in-law is quote-unquote right and your kids are watching too much TV, which what does that even mean? Is too much TV five hours a day or 30 minutes a day or maybe only on the weekends? None of it makes you a bad mother. None of it changes your value as a person. And in addition to all of that, it's okay to be wrong. So even if your mother-in-law says, hey, are your kids watching too much TV? Because I think they are. You'd be like, hmm, I don't know. Are they watching too much TV? Let's think about it. Maybe I, maybe they are watching too much TV. Right? What are we making that even mean? And if you haven't already, I highly suggest listening to episode two, The Importance of Being Wrong. Because being wrong and making mistakes is not a problem. It's just part of being human. And you can hear your mother's con- mother-in-law's concerns about this too much TV thing and still disagree and say, yeah, you know, I'm totally fine with them watching a show every day or multiple shows or multiple movies. And you can consider her perspective and agree that she's right even. Yeah, that is true, actually. Sometimes my kids watch too much TV but it's still okay. I'm totally fine with it. Right? Like, ideally, my kids would watch 30 minutes of TV. But right now, that's just not a priority for me. And maybe you agree with them completely. And you're like, Yeah, actually, thank you for pointing that out. I'm going to totally change up our TV routine. Any of these scenarios are fine. But the point is not figuring out if you're right or wrong or defending yourself. Defensiveness is not going to help you show up the way you want to. It's not going to strengthen your relationship with your mother-in-law. And I think we can all agree that we want family relationships to be healthy and drama-free and feel easy. And defensiveness gets in the way of all of those things. Okay, the fourth idea, the fourth tool that I want you to use as a guide in reflecting on other people's opinions is I want you to consider that people are allowed to have opinions, even if you disagree with them. And I know that's just kind of basic logic. Of course, everyone has an opinion. But I want you to really think about that. People are allowed to say and do whatever they want. This does not stop people from having consequences But this is what personal agency is. Free will, autonomy, freedom of choice, whatever you want to call it. We are all given this ability to choose. You are given the ability to choose. You are given free will to do with what you wish. You get to decide what you want to do and how you respond to other people. So when a family member tells you that your post about being a feminist is wrong... They are totally allowed to say that. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with them. It doesn't mean you have to engage in conversation with them. And you can create boundaries and you say, yeah, I don't want to be friends with you on Facebook anymore. (laughs) Right? You are allowed to show up how you want and they are allowed to say and do whatever they want. Many times what keeps us from finding closure in our relationship is when we think That someone isn't allowed to do something. Because that's just not true. People are allowed to do what they want. And you're allowed to do what you want. And your crazy aunt is allowed to do what they want. And your neighbor is allowed to do what they want. That's how we have freedom. When Gray was born, I shared her birth story on Facebook through a blog that I kept. It was a little blog, nothing special. And involved lots of pictures of my birth where I was in only a sports bra. And I had a few family members that were very upset with my pictures because they felt they were very inappropriate because I had no other clothing on besides my sports bra. And I had shared it on a public platform and they thought it needed to be removed immediately. And I did not like that. (laughs) Let me tell you, I did not like that at all. And after I processed how I felt, because initially I was very angry and very sad. I reminded myself this process. Who is responsible for how they feel? Not me. I am not responsible for their offense over my birth pictures. And I reviewed what I posted. I looked at my pictures and I talked to Jeff about it. And at the end of the day, I felt 100% in align with what I shared. And Then I dropped all my defensiveness because I realized there was nothing to defend. I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally fine with these pictures. And I don't care if they want me to delete it. Not because I don't care about them, but because I just do not agree with this opinion of theirs. And I wasn't going to remove any of my pictures. And they could feel upset about it if they wanted to. And their embarrassment and their feelings were theirs to hold. Not my burden to carry. It was not going to be my problem. And... Which leads me to my fifth tool is I could love them through it all. I didn't have to be angry. I didn't have to hold on to my bitterness. I could just love them through it. And I believe this is important to talk about because too often we think of love as very passive. That if we love someone, we're going to just throw ourselves out the window, that we are a doormat, that we just bow down to whatever they want. And that is not true. Because the most loving thing I did in that scenario was ask myself, what feels like love for me and for them? And what that looked like was me saying, yeah, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And I hear you, but I'm not going to change my pictures. Because unconditional love isn't throwing your own needs out of the window. It's including yourself in the scenario too. Your needs and your desires matter. So when you start thinking about boundaries, ask yourself, what feels like love for them and for myself? Because you can love others and disagree with them. You can love others and set boundaries with how often you see them and talk to them. You can love them and tell them no. It's not an either or scenario. It is always an and. Because all of these topics have nuance to them. What is inappropriate to one person is not inappropriate to the other person. There are so many gray areas in life. There is very little black and white in this scenario. And there is, there is very little black and white in the world. And when we can see the nuance in this in life, we really empower ourselves to be able to hold what seem like contradicting things on the surface, but they are not very far from it. Being able to see the contradictions of life and still be able to find peace. Okay. Unconditional love does not mean treating yourself like a doormat. Include yourself in this process. Your opinion of you matters. Your opinions and thoughts of this process matters. Love yourself through this Right? Okay. My sixth tool is to let people be wrong about you. Seriously. They're going to think about what they want anyway. We already know this. The person that you're thinking of during this podcast episode is going to think whatever they want, no matter what. We know the people in our lives that have very strong opinions, and they will jump to conclusions about you and they will make assumptions about you. So let's just be nice and give them permission anyway. Let them be wrong about you. Because you know who you are. You know how incredible you are. You know how what your intentions are. And you know deep down inside of you what you want to do. You know your value system. You know where you're operating from. And that is the most important opinion of all. Let people be wrong. It's okay. Give them permission. They can be wrong about you. They can see your posts and think those things. And it's okay. Because they don't know the truth. You do. Which brings me to my last and most important reminder... Your opinion of you is the most important opinion. What do you think of you? You are not going to be for everyone. You you could be the most delicious chocolate ice cream in the entire world. And there will still be people who dislike chocolate. There will still be people who dislike ice cream. I don't know anybody who does, but I'm sure there are. And there will still be people who very much hate chocolate ice cream. People will always have opinions. You do not have to default to taking responsibility for them. What really matters is what kind of example and legacy you want to leave on the world and your children. For example, I have spoken out on public and private social media accounts about various um, social justice issues that I care about, like gay rights, racism, sexism, and most recently, the domestic terrorist attack at the US Capitol. Each time that I've spoken about this, I have lost friends from Facebook, Instagram followers. I have gotten messages or comments telling me I'm wrong. And I know that that is not true for me. I know that when they tell me that what I'm teaching my kids is wrong, I know that that's not true. Because they can be wrong about me. Because I know that I am living out my integrity, my value system. I will still show up and share what I believe in, and I'm going to show up as authentically as possible. Because that is what is always going to feel like my highest self. That's what's going to feel best to me. So whether it's how you're handling the pandemic that piece of people disagree with. How you are talking, what the things that you're talking about on your social media. How you talk and teach your kids about politics. What you wear or don't wear. How you're parenting your children. What you're feeding them what you're letting them watch on TV. Let them be wrong about you. Stay in your integrity, live out your values, practice unconditional love for both yourself and the people around you. Drop defensiveness because it's not gonna help you. Have conversations with the people you love. This is how we handle other people's opinions consider the source. Do they matter to you? What are they saying? Does it have any merit? Do you want to consider their perspective? What is your own opinion? Are you living in your integrity? And I know this might seem like a long process, but it really isn't. When you start thinking and considering other people's opinions, especially when you're only considering a a few select people who you really care about. This is not you considering every person on your Facebook list or every follower you have on Instagram. This is not you considering your high school friend that you had one class with, right? You want to consider the people who truly matter to you, the relationships that are most important to you, and then go from there. All right, beautiful moms. I love you all thank you so much for listening. If you listen to this episode and love it, I would love to hear your opinion on it. Please, if you have a few seconds after this episode, would you do me the biggest favor and rate my podcast? Leaving reviews and rating maybe perhaps five stars helps me reach more moms and get this information and tools out to them. Let me know on Facebook how you like it. Let me know on Instagram how you like it wherever you want to contact me. (laughs) All right. I will see you next week with another episode. Have a great week, ladies. Bye-bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Medical motherhood doesn't come with a manual, but I've created the next best thing. My one-on-one coaching program offers all the support and strategies you need to handle all the things that come up for us medical moms. Click the link in the show notes to schedule your free consultation to see how coaching can help you take everything from the podcast to the next level. You'll get free coaching and I'll take great care of you. I'll see you there.